What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little, field level edition. I got Moose of Native Tongue in the building, Juice Ali in the building. We're going to go through everything Chicago culture right now, what's going on in the streets. We're going to talk about some music, tons of stuff going on in the Chicago music scene. Tokyo drops an album from space, Valet signs with good music, just did a video for Miami, about to drop a tape. Tons of stuff going on with Valet. He's on the rise quick. We're gonna talk Chance the Rapper. He uh did some peculiar stuff. We're gonna we're gonna go into some details there. Yeah. And uh we're gonna talk some fashion, Kanye West, Yeezy season six. And then if we got some more time for something else, we'll talk about that too. No catch up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Field level. Listen up. All right. Field level is back. We on the mic. We talking that shit. Chicago culture. We haven't had a field level episode in a couple weeks. Moose in the building. Juice in the building. Moose, what's good with you? How you doing? I'm good, man. Shameless plug. Native Tongues issue three. Go out and get it. It's free online. NativeTongueMag.com. Native Tongue shot on the Instagram. Go get that. <laughs> yeah. I Dude, it's funny. I was just about to say congrats on the Native Tongue thank uh, you, thank the you. issue. I rocked with it. I read it. I thought it was very, very good. Um, there's just nothing out. There's nothing like that out there. Thank you. So man. I Thank think you. it's dope. It has a a different angle for you know teaching people how to cook. We're just trying to reenact the God's Plan video out here with magazines. That's, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Shout out Drake Hopefully for that God's Plan video. <laughs> Juice, what's good, man? Hey, little. How you what's, doing, man? What's happening, bro? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's been a crazy couple weeks. A lot going on. A lot of good. Uh, a lot of bad, but hey, that's what life is. The bads are very minimal, nothing like detrimental. So everybody's yeah. everybody's copacetic. You well. already know. You We're already very know. copacetic. The Cubs about to start playing baseball soon, um, so it's it's really about to heat up. Shout out you, Darvish. <laughs> Shout out to Ian Happ, really. Yo, you Darvish, Ian Happ. Ian Happ is a problem, bro. He's gonna be like an MVP type. Whoa! Mark my words. Not what my does words. that mean? Wait, wait. Mark mark my words. I was this convinced. is definitely part of the Chicago culture. Hold on, I'm, uh, the you said he's gonna be a he's gonna be a phenomenon. Yes, he has a tool set of a Chipper Jones. To be honest with you, wow, I love Chipper. He really does. He has that type of tool set. He's actually a better athlete because he can play the outfield and the infield. And I didn't, I wasn't even sure about this until a couple of days ago. And like one of my boys was randomly just saying, you know, Ian's the MVP type. He doesn't even know baseball. Lucas, you don't know baseball because I know you're about to listen to this and you don't know baseball. But, <laughs> you, but you did say that Ian Happ is an MVP type. And I kind of thought it was bullshit, but now the more that I've thought about it, it's a decent Yo, type. shout out that chipper comparison because he definitely is Rare. really compact, quiet in the box. He's got that – like, yeah, that's a good comparison. Thanks. Thanks. So, hey, so Hayward's not going to be playing too much. Well, I think – that's that's where things are going to get a little bit odd. Uh, Al- Almora is going to be in center field with Ian, and those two are going to basically get about four hundred at bats each, roughly. Yo, Madden loves Hayward. I don't. He's going to stay. I in don't right care field. whatever anybody says. He's going to stay in right field because we have so many bats that they want him to kick it. Yeah, kick it out there and, yeah. and right and make plays on the defensive end. But we could talk about that on a, another no catch up episode. Definitely. Yeah, soon we're going to be talking a lot of Cubs baseball soon. FYI, Cubs coming all that. Um, let's talk about this Tokyo drop. This was some next level shit. I still don't know how he got this shit done. For those of you that don't know, 
Tokyo, Chicago-based rapper, runs with, with Vic and Chance and all those guys. Yeah, save money. Yeah, save money, dude. Went up to space. And to to be clear when we say go up to space, because I didn't really know this either. I think once you I think you break the atmosphere at like seventy five thousand feet. Something, or like, something that. like that. Triple digits, Eighty thousand feet. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's something like that. He took this little vessel. Helium balloon. Helium balloon with a with a vessel attached to it mm-hmm. up to like 94,000 feet. It was right right below hundred thousand feet. Played some tracks on the way up. When he got up there, played some tracks, and then he brought it back down. Now, when you're up, when you was up there and you looked at the footage, he was in space, bro. He was in space. He was in space. He could see the round earth. He Yo, could see, ain't no flat earth. Yeah, bro. He, no. he, he, he was in space looking back at earth. Now... You and me were very skeptical of this, by the way. Before this happened, me and Sean were conversing, and he was like, wait, so is this motherfucker really in space? Like, I need answers. And Yeah, like, for no, yes, exactly. <laughs> like we needed answers. Both of us, we, we needed answers. And I'm glad they dropped that that wrap-up video, that, like, yeah. five-and-a-half-minute wrap-up video of the process. I thought that was very, very well done mm-hmm. um, because of – kind of the skepticism surrounding the uh, the event so i thought that was good that was a good a good touch i think it needed to be i think they need to have that visual effect it kind of just adds to the whole minutia of what's happening here no i can kind of see that i think the, the day of the launch where he actually went up in the space yeah we got very minimal details we got like maybe two or three instagram stories yeah and 10 second clips uh-huh and i was just thinking like this motherfucker did not go to space yeah he's, he's just like Wilding out. I think he was just gassing, huh? Just I don't know what to think, right? And then, yeah, then the wrap-up video came out, and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. This this dude went up 75,000 feet in the air to my drop his album. My man was sweating, too. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, he, he was, was big nervous, bro. <laughs> he was not that comfortable with doing this. Like, would you be? I, I don't Hell know. I'm not getting in a helium vessel. <laughs> what was thing, a right? helium vessel? It's like the Hindenburg. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So how much how much does that cost? That was that's the other question. Before we get into that, because who knows? I don't know. It could have been some some label shit. It could have been a lot of different things. Who cares? Really, I don't care where he got the money. Yeah, real talk. If I'm he sure did he's got it a couple, himself yeah. or whatever, but yeah, it was very original. He even shouts out Elon Musk in the video. Like, <laughs> I wonder if I could see Elon's Tesla from up here. Um, maybe that's where he got some inspiration from. It made some phone calls that way. But yeah, it was interesting to see him just have that vision. And when the way he kind of explained it was that, you know, I'm willing how I interpreted it and like seeing his Instagram post and him going into detail about it was like, yo, I'm willing to put my life on for the, like my life on the line for this for my art. Like that's I think that's what he was trying to portray. Like this is not a game for me. This is life. Like I'm willing to push the limits and I think it's a double meaning with him just kind of being an out out there type of character. Yeah. It's like let's take this shit to outer space and like let's just show that like I said I'm I'm willing to push the limits to to get exposure. I mean at the end of the day it's about exposure for this album, right? So I mean I'm willing to go out to space to make sure my album gets seen and heard by the masses. Yeah. I think it's a very well calculated marketing plan. Because I mean, if you look at the cover, he's got an astronaut astronaut suit on. He's like in the uh, like Mexican temples. 
And then when he went to space, he followed up yeah, with a foul like appearance, you know? Yeah, like this, yeah. This all seems like a very good push from, I think, hype brands in charge of it, save money, whoever. Yeah, hey. Definitely well calculated, well thought out. I mean, marketing was definitely there. But I'll be interested to see if that Fallon thing came from him going to space. Like, I can't see him having a Fallon performance lined up before that. Maybe so. You know, they are plugged. That yeah. whole camp is plugged with Fallon. Like, Fresco can go on Fallon if he wants. You know what I'm really? saying? Really? Yes. Why you say that? Plugged through Chance. Chance and Vic and Save Money, they have a very strong relationship with Fallon. You said very it's a strong. phone call. Yes. My man dropped the album. I yes. need him out there. I need yeah. him to come perform. For real. Like, they have a strong relationship. And Pat, they have uh, they've developed just a rapport. Like, they just respect each other. And they're always willing to go on Chance. I mean, call, go on Fallon. Yeah. And, like, I guess they just have a good relationship. Interesting. So I'm, I'm sure Tokyo was just kind of a was that, of that was that. Do you you guys remember that Kanye and Vic performance back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Wolves. Wolves. SNL. Yeah, sick. That was SNL. SNL. Okay, like, I was gonna uh, say that, that shit Fallon? was next. Yo, next the level. It was sick and everything. With sick, like a low, bro. Low yeah. ceiling. Yeah, and that was like Vic. That's when Vic really started coming strong. I was like, yeah. yo, this is crazy. <laughs> like this is a this is so fire. That song um, is amazing. Yeah, that song is dope. And the um, way they're like shaped as wolves, they're like on the yeah. stage. Yeah, it was it was very Kanye. It was very dope. It was it was very weird. It was very it was dope. Perfect. It was very dope. Um so yeah, shouts out to him for even manning up to do that. I don't if I had let me ask y'all this. If y'all had the opportunity to go to space, mm-hmm. would you go? That's a great question. How about you, Most? I have no idea. Answer it. How? <laughs> Like that, like in in the vessel, in the vessel, in a in an air balloon. It might take me some convincing. Ultimately, I do want to go to space, but I don't know. I think it needs to be mainstreamed by Elon Musk. You know, like <laughs> you said, it's got to have some some NASA type shit on it. Rigorous testing, like when this whole uh, Tokyo thing was going on, I was like. Is he violating some type of FAA? Uh, yeah, you thought it was illegal. Law? Yeah, I thought it was legal. I was like, oh, man, I hope he doesn't get a charge from this for fucking violating airspace. I'm pretty sure you have to get one of those things with uh, like mandates from the what's it called the the airspace FAA com- or the FAA. Yeah. I don't know if the FAA fucks with space, but man, that's some well, like NASA. international yeah, waters. NASA. Either either way, you could tell it was pretty official that he was he had like a control command center type thing. Like he yeah. was he was talking back and forth with folks. It was legit. It was it was legitimately done. Yeah, I think if you get the opportunity to go to space, you definitely fucking rock. I would yeah. too. I would go in a heartbeat. If I died like that, I guess that would be. I mean, obviously, you never want to go out, but. Go well, man, nobody's a, getting out alive. No, yeah, like no, and you're just like, man, like he was. There's a certain shit a lot of people haven't experienced, mm-hmm. and that's definitely one of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so definitely, I'd have to take my chances and go up and see what's rocking. You know what I mean? So, I agree. And I don't have a family or none of that shit, so like, I'm definitely going. I'm out <laughs> before you have kids. <laughs> I'm out. I'm definitely out. Um, let's rotate to a valet. Now, we've talked about Valet before. Walked in shell, flamed up a L. L. Oh yeah. Gosh, yeah. Dirty ass ginger ale, <laughs> came through the mail. Yeah. So we've talked about Valet before. This boy is coming, man. Literally, we talked about him with that 216s. Like now we can talk some shit. That came out now what? We can talk some shit. Right before the end of the year, yeah. like, like December, like December twenty seventeen, and that was, that's not even his song, right? It's a, it's a some he, other guy's yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. he's that a feature. first verse was kind of 
Keep the feature. Yeah. Save the money. Yeah. Well, if you, right. Yeah. Well, that, that, that Valet verse, is, that's his song as far as I'm concerned. The funny thing about Valet's like, verse on that is it's supposed to be iffy, too. It's like, what the fuck is I going think, on here? Yeah, it's like, but it's key, not. That flow it's was key. wild. That flow right, was, that's was what almost, I'm saying. It was almost like spoken word. Like, you saying that I'm wrong, but back on my back. Don't, it's, you can't. I can't Spit imagine shit, him doing Moose. it live. Spit that out shit. Of breath. Yeah, it's crazy. I think you're right. It's it's iffy, and it's supposed to be iffy. It's iffy by design. He's like an uncomfortable rapper. It's it's kind yeah. of it's interesting. He doesn't have has no no concern with bars. None of that. He just no. says talks goes. Um, but that was at the end of 2017. Going into 2018, I want to say shout out Oz Osborne. Me and him had talked about him a while ago. Kwame. And um, I want to say I looked at his Instagram page. He had like 6,500 followers. Mm-hmm. This is like in November, December 2017. He drops that 216s. That gets a ton of buzz. A lot. Because it was an OD, OD verse. No one was doing that. Mm-hmm. And no one had really heard anything like that. It was, take this with a grain of salt, but it kind of reminds me of when Big Sean's flow came out. And everybody was kind of like, that's like that super duper lemonade. Yeah. Like that. I'm, I'm herky jerky ass flow. No one was really doing that either. It's similar in that nature where he comes on the scene. Like I saw Big Sean at Reggie's Rock Club. There was like 500 people there. Not even. I'm, that was that's way over. There's probably like 200 people there. Yeah. Y'all know Reggie's Rock is small. Probably like 200 people there, and he played that super duper lemonade and all that shit. But um, I think they're similar in that way where they're just coming with a different flow, so it's catching people's attention. Um. He's moving quick. Yeah. 6,500 followers. I looked at him in November, coming in 2018. He's at like, I think almost 20,000, pushing 20,000, now like 17. Yeah. Now he's signed. His manager is Andrew Barber, Fake Short Drive. That helps too. Yeah. His um, major clout. Major clout, majorly connected in you know the Chicago scene. Clout. All of a sudden, he pops up. He's doing a song with Pusher T. More clout. Clout. Yeah. Clout All-Star. Clout say, Chasing. Say it, <laughs> say it one more time, Juice. Clout Chasing. King Push? You know how many classics, you know how Yo. many classic verses King Yo. Push has? Yo, that's a good one. When you hear that, you know some yeah. hard shit's about to be. Oh. So he does, a, he does a track with Pusher T called Miami. Mm-hmm. Then he signs with Good Music. Dang. Then a week later, Hebrew Brantley is 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 directing a Hebrew Brantley film. He's directing the Miami video. He's signed with Good Music, and then now Kanye produce is producing his is executive producer ma- executive producing his tape. This yeah. is all in three months, and some of those things happened in the last like three weeks, right? Like yeah. two and a half weeks, right? I mean, like, his mixtape dropping tonight, right? The mixtape is good thing you found me. Very meta. A play off the you know the Good Music. It is meta because of his flow and because of who he is as a, as a musician. Because he's like kind of hiding, but he's also like rapping. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's like, <laughs> it's like he's in a corner. You know what I'm saying? He's like sneaky. He's like a sneaky rapper. Sly dude, yeah. Yeah, he like feels sneaky. I think the thing about Valet is that, you know, we've all kind of heard of him. And then like these last three weeks have been so accelerated that yeah. good thing you found me. I'm here now. Yeah, he's been, spit my that's shit. exactly what he's saying, in my opinion. Like, good, th- y'all were asleep, and good mm-hmm. thing y'all found me because I'm about to bring y'all some shit to rock with. Yeah, 
Let's talk about the Miami video. A weird flow. Now, shout out Hebrew, because he's a monster. I fuck with his art. He just did that collab with Joe, or they're gonna, that's the, the first piece, that T-shirt, with, uh, what's the guy called? With the goggles? What's called Flying um, Hebrew's Guy. He has I a name. The name of the, I signature. The name. Yeah, the signature. That character. Art, the signature artistic character. Yeah, all right, I can't remember name. his name, but. It's fine. Who cares? Yeah. It's all over the city. All over yeah. buildings. It's all over. It's Yellow it's scene. dope. It's very original. It's kind of, you know. Moose got the name. Coming future. Up yeah, look that shit up real quick. But um, he, this is his directing debut. And what did, Juice, I know you saw it. What did you think about the video? I thought it was nice and weird, which uh, which I appreciate. Um, the cinematography was cool. It was smoky. It was dark. Um, they were at this. They're at this weird little bar in another little side room. Um, they're like zombie women, kind of. It was it was a little bit odd, a little bit off. Um, some nice neon lighting, and I also like the. I also liked the fact that they got Andrew Barber in the video. Yeah, he's b- behind the bar mi- mixing up. Yeah, I, I like that subtlety, and I mean it was it was trappy. It was uh, pretty creative for the most part. I mean, it wasn't like a mind blowing experience, but I thought it was decent. Flyboy, Flyboy, Flyboy. Yeah, that's the name of our our guy. Flyboy, that's guy. yeah. Hebrews, his his main character is Flyboy, which also has a ton of different meanings behind it. Like yeah, yeah, that shit is super tough, especially for the city. Now let me tell you why. I liked it's a slow paced video, which I liked. It's very trippy. It's like days and confused. It almost. is trippy. It is trippy. It's a trippy video, but I didn't really. I rocked with the way Hebrew shot it, and I thought like his concept was cool, but I didn't think it really went with the song. Like by design, maybe. Yeah, like like I, it's called Miami, and like some of the stuff I feel like he forced in because it was called like Miami because like those colorful blown up. Uh, animals that he put in it. it was yeah. like very Miami and like and shout out to him for throwing Flyboy and all, a ton of his artistic stuff in there like yeah, he plugged subtle. himself tough yeah. I like that that yeah. was dope it wasn't that subtle yeah it wasn't subtle it was dope like he's like yo if you're looking for what I do this is it like this is this is Flyboy this, these are and then these are this is Fly Girl and everything else you know what I mean and he's so, putting on for Chicago too as always for sure mm-hmm. for sure and I guess so I rocked with that that was dope but like if you listen to the lyrics, Valet's talking about I I got money on me, what we're going to we're going to Miami type thing. Twenty K. Yeah, I got twenty K in my pocket. Like push went her, to live. Went it came to live, in handy. Came in handy. <laughs> right. Like the video that I saw with that, it just didn't it didn't mesh at all. And I get like I'm all about being artistic and being original and being new. But, like, some of this shit that, like, people – you can almost do anything and be like, oh, this is my art. And it's like, this shit doesn't really make too much sense, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, no, you're 100% if right. you read a book and the movie comes out, it's supposed to be pretty similar to the book. You know what I mean? Like, if you listen to that Miami track and watch the video, like, on mute, you would be like, these don't they don't correlate match. at all. Yeah, it's a good point. You know point. what I mean? So – and and you know what part of that too is like Hebrew's not a director so like he kind of gets in there does what he you know he has a vision in his head and tries to put it together or whatever but 
at the end of the day, dope video, but I, I wasn't rocking with it because it didn't correlate with the song. The visuals were cool. The the artistic vibe that he put in was cool, but it didn't go it didn't go along with the song. So maybe I'm just not understanding it. Let me know how y'all feel. Cause like even when the video closes out, it's a drone pullout. It says Miami, and he's on the beach, but it's in, it's on the south side of Chicago. Yeah, it's on 59th. It's on 59th uh, Street. I, re- I read oh, an interview. Yeah, it is you uh, know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, it was supposed to be. It wasn't supposed to be Miami. Obviously, the song's about right. Miami, right? But I don't, I don't know if like anybody can fly out at the time or something. So I think he would just try to create like his own artistic version of Miami and Chicago. And I think it's it's offbeat with a purpose. You know? I mean, it could be more of like a Valet was I don't know fell out. It was on the beach and he was dreaming about all that happened. That could mm-hmm. be it. Like what like what I would do if if I was in Miami. That would make more sense. Yeah. N- now that. The more you guys talk about it, the more it kind of feels like it was like overdone in that sense, like the neon lights and like the the cinematography at the end, like that's uh, that's almost unnecessary. And, and like you said, Hebrew's not a a producer. He's he produces art for the most part. He's an artist, like He's an, an artist. A, like an actual like physical creator. Yeah, like he paints and, art, and shit. Yeah, art, yeah and exactly. Like makes sculptures. <laughs> right. So it's gonna be some trial and error, I guess, with this, with this, uh, this uh, endeavor, so to speak, in the directing. If he do, if he decides to keep doing that, I've heard that him and Joe are making a documentary or in the, or have produced a documentary for real. Yeah, him, him and Joe Fresh about what? About Chicago black businesses. Oh, that's that's what their whole theme on that that collab. Exactly, I think is. I think, last week, I think right? that was like a precursor black to, business to what they're on. I think they're doing. I'm not sure if it's a documentary or. It's like a, I have no idea, but yeah. I know they're up to something. Yeah. So, I mean, I love when other dudes dabble in other things that aren't, you know, spread their wings and do other things. I would like to talk to those, like talk to those guys and be like, what, like what was going on here? Yeah. Like, what were y'all like? Can you like give me like how your this, vision? Yeah. On, on the song. Um, I think Hebrew, I think he's got, he's got, well, this is the thing. I'm not saying that it was like a, a Weak. bad cinematography, like type video i just didn't think it made sense like it, it didn't it didn't fit with the track that was going on like if you go like did you, i watched that uh migos rick flair today that video oh, wait, just dropped, dropped today all i saw was oh, gifts man. yo like this goes with the song and makes sense go check that video out it's like it doesn't it didn't make sense with the song for me and I maybe it just wasn't for me to get, and I understand that you could go to people and be like, "No, that's that, you're that's art, bro. Like you can't really." And I and I get you can't you get that you get you that can't idea. put, I guess, boundaries on art, and you can make it whatever you want. But I I, I just had I, I was having a hard time understanding that shit. Check out Valet. That boy's coming. I'm excited to hear this tape. Um, I just got one more thing to say. Yeah, I think with the history of good music signees. Designer, um, I hate designer. Designer, I designer, forgot about that. Like, I'm glad you forgot. There's, there's all these other cats. Like, good music has kind of a reputation for letting these cats just kind of doing a lot, right? I really hope Valet isn't doing a lot like that because good music has a really bad reputation for that. Wait, what do you mean? So, like, whenever good music signs a new artist, they got the hype around them, right? But they don't really release anything after. Like, designers a, a, a very recent example. Yeah. But after Panda, nothing, right? Um, 
I think Talib or most Def signed with good music back in the day. Nothing. Uh, Tony Williams, nothing. Um, I don't know. I just hope the good music curse doesn't really affect Belay because he's got a lot of talent. I think his ceiling could be two chains level because yeah. he's got punchlines and he's got the. It's just flow. different, bro. It is. It really it's is. just. Uh, it, it's just different. It's not. Nobody's doing it like that. No one's spitting like that. Period. Very high ceiling. Very high. Very different. I would like to see. I'm excited for the tape to see him put a whole tape together. I think also recently in music, what what gets lost is the flow of a whole tape. He had that that 1988. That's like eight tracks, and it's it's okay. It's got like four or five knockers. Okay, I haven't even heard that. Yeah, it, I think I might. Out. I probably heard a track or two off of that. It's a little EP. Yeah, nothing, nothing serious, but it's out there. All right, going back to that good music thing real quick. Yeah, when was well before this last album? No, he's on to something at that point. Like that's not like a lost yeah. point. Bef- he's he's yeah. on he's on. It's after like that. that old Diddy curse. Like when you signed yeah. with Bad yeah, Boy, yeah, it was exactly. like you would disappear. Sahi dropped something recently, which is before that, which is legit as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, d- uh, no, no dope on no Sundays. dope on Sundays. Yeah. There was a long hiatus before he long. Dropped There's a lot behind that though, isn't it? Like weren't him, his, him not dropping any music. I mean, I think I I really can't speak to that much. I mean, yeah, me neither. Th- but. There's tons of fud out there about like the rumors between him and and Push and and then Yay at the top. But like, it's just what happens with these rappers. I think I think Push has a lot more control now. Um, I think Kanye is kind of like trusting him now. So Push is that guy. That's my boy. That's, That's one of my favorite rappers of all time. It's a business mind yeah, too. Push is serious. Yeah, Push. push. Is so I'm not sure the dynamics around good music, but Moose is 100% right. Like, they sign artists, and not a lot happens at times. Um, they sign 2 chains, and he actually made music, so that's that's probably the best example. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was pretty established before that, so it's not really a good example in that sense that they're signing a rookie. Um, Tiana Taylor, I heard, is just about to release a full album, finally. Mm-hmm. She's been with Kanye since 2011. Um, she killed a lot of those Cruel Winter tracks, but the cruel summer, excuse me. But I mean, it just wasn't, it just wasn't full. So yeah, he's he's spot on with that. Chance the rapper. Now this is interesting. Recently, G Herbo gets caught with some guns. He goes to jail. This is what last week? Yeah, I think so. Early um, last week. Yeah, we don't have to go into t- crazy detail. South Loop. Yeah, but Herb Herbo gets pulled over. He's got some. He, he got heat in a, in a whip. He got steel in a car. He goes to jail. I think yesterday or the day before, Chance the Rapper posts has an Instagram post of Herbo. Caption is "Free Herbo, Free Herbo, or Free My Blood" or something like that. It, it was, was like, like the, the needle, the emoji. needle with the blood emoji, the syringe. Yeah, exactly. So. His free, blood, his blooder. Free, yeah, free, yeah, exactly. Free my, free my blood, free my brother, free my brother, Herbo. Now, when I first saw this, my initial thought was, "Hmm, how do I feel about this?" Because let's keep it one hundred. Chance the rapper is a God fearing artist, almost gospel rapper. Almost. Yeah. He's almost full-blown gospel rapper. And, and, and it's close. His I, last I project, it. bro, was had huge gospel. 
yeah, influence. It, yeah, it's got gospel vibes. I wouldn't call him a gospel rapper. But yeah, yes. right. Okay, that, that yeah. I might have overstated that, but I get it. it's I get it. very. He, he has a lot of gospel influence. Yes. My God fearing rapper. You're right. He's, he's a God fearing man. <laughs> You're right. He's a church going nigga. Church going nigga. That's a, that's what it is. Now, my first thought when I see this is, wait, I'm all about you know. There's I don't know the whole story behind what happened. And you know how this free whatever goes. It's like if you like the dude, don't matter what he did, free cuz, cause that's what because that's 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 part of the the culture mil- behind free whatever. Free meek, free It's millennial shit. Yeah. So it's free whatever. Sprinter. Free herbo, right? But my initial thought is Herbo is a very street, not God fearing rapper that represents a lot of the things that Chance the Rapper fights to change about the city of Chicago. Yeah. So for him to say free Herbo on his pay on his social page, because and if you go and look at Chance's page, he doesn't really post too much about a lot of stuff that's not social works. His daughter. His daughter. Things that are very meaningful, influencing the city, CPS, social work, social work, open mic here, come support. And then he posts this free Herbo thing. I was confused. I didn't get it. It seems very contradictory to Chance overall. What's your guys' take? How did you feel about it? Because I think this is very interesting. Moose, juice, either one, jump in. I um you you mind after you um I felt the same way I felt the same way um I don't want to like question Chance's motives and I don't want to kind of I don't want to lump them into a category of just like being in that millennial vibe but it is it is contradictory to to kind of what Chance stands for at the same time, I think that Chance doesn't really care about public perception. And really? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Chance Chance is just doing what he does for a wider cause. He's a very modest he's he's a humble person. He's a modest person. I think his art and whatever he does musically is um is commendable but it's just a vehicle for something that is a, a bigger a bigger uh motive for him personally i think he really does take that i'm the mayor of the city uh title serious and he just uses his music to gain um just some some rise for actual change outside of music so when herbo gets locked up with guns i think chance is just like damn this is my boy we made music together um, I've been I've known him for years. We're both in the Chicago music scene. I see him as uh, a viable uh, person and a respectful dude. And I, I, he got he got locked up. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show my respect. I'm gonna show my support. I owe it to the city to show my support for Herbo. I think that's Chance's mentality. And by it, it may seem contradictory, and I think on many levels it, it probably is. Um, 
I'm I'm not gonna like demean Chance or you know like have a real issue with it. But I do think it's interesting, and I do think that it does uh, prove a, a, a bit opposite of what he uh, portrays at times. Um, but yeah, Chance doesn't really give a fuck because Chance has created a, a different space um, in terms of philanthropic work. And that's that's his main goal. I truly believe that that's his main uh, endeavor at the end of the day. So as long as he keeps that high, um, I think he's okay with that. And I'm not sure that this is going to uh, question that either. So I'm fine with it. But, yeah, it does. it is contradictory to some degree. Two sides to this, for me at least. Chance is a very anti-establishment person, always challenging the status quo, right? Chance is very involved with social justice. Yep. And, you know, concluding from that, CPD or ops, the establishment or ops. And once someone gets incarcerated, once one of your friends gets incarcerated, you question it. You question it. And you is he is he a consequence of the, of the system, right? And you know, Chance saying free Erbo is him challenging the system. I mean, Erbo, yeah, Erbo got caught with guns. But, you know, are there overarching are there laws that focus on gun owners in like period yes there are in chicago um the other side is there sure are there there definitely is and the other side is that we all have we all have like a kind of shady friend right we all have like you know someone who does shit we don't want to do that dude goes to jail you're you're saying free him free blank free her whatever i think the, the chicago community of rappers whether it's herbo bibby chance Dirk, it doesn't matter how far they are on the good or quote unquote bad spectrum, right? Yeah. They're rappers. They all came up together, similar stories. They support each other. So yeah, similar upbringings. Regardless you, you of what they're to, into. Exactly. You relate to each other because you're from Chicago. Doesn't matter if you're a drill rapper, doesn't matter if you're a gospel rapper. I think the community is strong enough where Chance does have a bond with Herbo, whether it's, you know, not professionally, community wise. I agree. Yeah, and Herbo, you know, he's got a family on the way. Yep. I believe his lady's pregnant. And I understand the support your fellow Chicago rappers. Y'all are all coming up together, same generation, even though it's different styles. You know, it's it's a respect thing. I thought it was very interesting that he posted it because he doesn't post that much, and that goes against a lot of the stuff that he fights against. What, what, what exactly – is he fighting against what are you uh, like anti violence? Is that is that yeah, what you're getting at? Anti violence, just his whole thing with giving the money to CPS is you know they need help. He wants to see the kids be more educated. He wants to see the teachers have more stuff to to more opportunity, more funds to teach the kids a better way of life. He at the end of the day, social works and doing open mics and doing screenings of Malcolm X is all about helping the kids and getting them to see a bigger picture and. It's not only about the South Side. There's bigger. It's bigger than the South Side or the West Side of Chicago. It's bigger than guns. It's bigger than just the mm-hmm. South Side, the West Side, and the violence that's going on here. Like, I'm going to show you, like, if you get educated and you stay on the right path and you become God fearing, what like what your life can become. Like, I'm an example of that. I'm I'm channel from 79th. Like, that's his overall theme, 
And not to say that Herbo is exactly is against any of that, but he lives that and he lives the stuff that Chance doesn't want to see kids live. So for her for him to three posts prior have a Malcolm X screening and, and a social works open mic screening to then three posts later have a free 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 basically free my guy who got caught with a bunch of pistols is is interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. It's super I, interesting. I agree. I agree. And it's 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 one of those things. It's kind of like uh it's it's a touchy one. You know, it's a lot of gray area there cuz you're dealing with two young two young men who've taken pretty different paths, I'd say. Have actually lead They probably had different a lot different upbringing. I don't it, know Herbo's exactly, upbringing, exactly. but yeah. they probably lead pretty different lives. But they also have like some strong deep connection absolutely that, that's I probably mean, unspoken to yeah, some degree. for sure and i'm sure and like a lot of dude and it goes back to what we talked about with fredo like Completely. on the surface fredo's a super like bang bang i sip lean do drugs and rap i'm but a shooter i'm a shooter i'm the dude i'm in the cut watch out for me type motherfucker but when he <laughs> passed it was not about that it was about yo this is a great dude man he was this he was that and that might be one of those things with Herbo. I think at the end of the day, sometimes we, myself included, get lost that this is entertainment and these dudes are rappers and they say a lot of shit that's dope and funny, but it's entertainment. I'm all into the fashion game. I love the fashion talk. All day. Um, Let's talk Kanye West because New York Fashion Week just closed out like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. They're in Paris. They're now. in Paris right now. Shout out Virgil. I think he's about to do some off white. I think it's like a live stream either today or tomorrow. Um, he's next level. Yeah, the, a lot of stuff happened in the fashion. That Kith and Champion collab drops oh, tomorrow. Cold. cold. That's what I was referring to in that text. Cold. We're gonna talk about that. Actually, we're, we're gonna. I want to talk about some collabs and I want to talk about that Kith Champion one. Um, but Kanye West, Yeezy season six. First off, I can't believe he's all the way up to six already. Because I remember like the hype around like one coming out on Adidas and all that. So big congrats to Kanye for being on the sixth season. He work ethic. Yeah, he wasn't a part of Okay, I was actually just reading about this. He wasn't a part of New York Fashion Week this year just because didn't seem like he wanted to. The music is priority right now. Yeah, and la- but listen to this. You might this is this is a little a little more spin on it. Hell yeah, a little more color to it. Last year, so you have to if you're doing a fashion show, you have to lock in a time slot with. I don't know the acronym, but it's I think it's the FFD, some fashion, whatever like fashion show, the head of it bureau. Yeah, whatever. Like like the FF like the FAA. <laughs> <laughs> But it's for fashion shows type thing. And they basically try to avoid double bookings like Kanye and Tommy Hilfiger or Calvin Klein and Tommy Hilfiger, whatever. So last year, Kanye being Kanye, that was when he had it on the pier. Remember that? And it was all the models and the girls standing on the pier. And they were just standing there in the different Kanye fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people were out there like falling out because they were standing up for so long yeah, and like it was wild hot and shit, shit. Heat stroke, all types of shit, right? Yeah, that was uh, 2016. Yeah, yeah, 2016. So 
that year he did that, he didn't connect with the fashion folks that run it, and he didn't schedule a time slot, and he double booked the same time as Margella. So, like, there was some controversy around that, and I think Kanye, part of it was like, man, I ain't, I'm not going through y'all, I don't give a fuck. My show's at Pier, at, at Pier 39 in New York, come peep it at this time. Like, I'm not approving no time slot, I'm not doing none of that. Mm-hmm. So then this year, I think it was like they made such a big fuss of it that part of it was like this year is like, man, all right, y'all want to give me a hard time. Like, I ain't come, I ain't coming. I'm not doing the show. Typical Kanye. Typical Kanye. Yeah. Like, I'm, man, no, nah, fuck that. I yeah. then, I'm th- bigger than New York don't. Fashion Week. I'm bigger than fashion. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am Ralph Lauren. Right. He so, is. like, that's Walt Kanye. Disney. Yeah, Walt Disney. <laughs> I am a god. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, Hedy Slimane. Yeah. So, let's talk about, but, so, instead of Fashion Week being your big unveiling of, you know, your spring pieces or your winter pieces, fall, whatever. Yep. He is doing something that's very interesting. It's amazing. He kicked it off with his wife, Kim Kardashian, basically wearing Yeezy Season 6 but not telling anyone it was Yeezy Season 6. So she was posting pictures in the street wearing Yeezy Season 6. And he was basically releasing pieces via famous Instagram people. It was like paparazzi style. Like paparazzi style. Yeah, it started with Kim. Yeah, Kim Started with Kim hopping out of her car, yeah. and there'd be people taking pictures, and yeah. she, he, she was in Yeezy, she was in Yeezy Season 6. Yes. Juice, I know you had a take on it. You think it's brilliant. I think it's very dope, too, because it's almost like, first off, it's not costing you anything. Not And not anything, but it's costing you a lot less than a big major campaign would. You get tons of social media influencers involved. I think Kim's Kim has like 105 million followers. It's like 13 or 15% of all of Instagram users. So... That that's that's a crazy plug as is. Um it's just dope to see him think out of the box. He really and he really sh- the more and more I look at Kanye and what he does, it really shows the power of just I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do this shit how I want to do it. Yeah. And yeah. That's it. Yeah, period. Like period point blank. I'm going to put it out like this. Y'all going to rock with it or you're not, but I know it's hot. So that's it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. No doubt. And the way that this happened, is what the way that this unfolded, so Kim posted that shit, I think it was probably late January. Late January, I'd say. Or mid-January. And then she's running errands and shit, going to the gas station, going to McDonald's, smoothie run, uh, need gas at the office, you know. Yeah, real low-key like, captions yeah. like that. That's all it was. Like seven or eight shots. And then about a month later, you get some of the most uh, followed and trafficked Instagram um, public figures, as they call them. You get them in the same exact poses, wearing the same exact outfits. Some of these women, Abigail Rashford, Paris Hilton, Katia Henry, Yo Ventura. Who are those? These are all Instagram models, and these women are dealing with 
tens of millions of followers. Tens of millions of followers. And this is all free impressions. My man got about a billion and a half impressions, probably, roughly, on all these photos of these women wearing the same thing. He got a set of twins I never even heard of. Yeah, New York. never heard of them either. And their OD so similar, I thought that it was literally some edit type. They just doubled up the person. Yeah, but they're the same. This is they're they're two different people. I thought it they're was like the same. Clones. Yeah, it was crazy. And he's doing this. Like he 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 took the time to to break this down and to find the influence of the common people, which is everybody who's on Instagram. And like the simplicity of this idea is so raw and just like chill. And it's not even it's not even that captivating when you really think about it. It's like, well, all these impressions are flying through this this social network, all of them. My wife is one of the most socially influence influencing people in the world. Why not find her second tiers, her contemporaries, and push them with all of my clothes? They all look amazing. They all have their voluptuous features. Why not? Why not just do this for free and get everybody on board and then translate that to my website and get a pre-release? The Yeezy Supply. Yeah. A pre-release bundle for $750, which is actually moderate when you look at all the products and you get like three three pieces of, uh, of clothing. Six, yeah. It's for women, but you get a pair of sneakers and three pieces of clothing. For seven hundred, as opposed to like two ninety a piece, which is you know, it's okay. But the scheme, man, the scheme is just so it's so innovative, and it's just what, what we expect from Dad. That's what we expect from him. Like, we, we, we I've, I've said this forever, and I'll finish up here. He married Kim for the business. Low key, he married Kim for the business. Low we key. knew this. Low key. Period. Was, period. Period. He wanted to make clothes. I'm sure it's okay. Despite okay, okay enough. I'm sure it's fun to connect with this. You say he did it for the reach. I think the business aspect was a part of his vision and this family and the head honcho of this family. It just only made sense. It only made sense. And like, I'm sure they have connections. I'm sure they're very well connected. Very few people are on like that level where they can like actually be in touch if that makes sense like they can only really connect with each other because they're like so like above society in a, in a sense right I don't well, like, yeah they're I don't, just super famous exactly yeah and like, and, and, i don't know and with I, that with that comes like different like ideologies about yourself and like disconnecting with like normal common folk yeah that's all i don't want to like break down their marriage but dad mary and kim Business was a tactical move, and this does nothing but solidify that take. Moose, <laughs> hey, how do I follow? How do I follow that take up? Um, you know, I like to th- I like to see the silver lining. I hope Kim and Kanye are happy. They got their kids. I'm together. sure they're happy. I mean, they're rolling in piles of money. At least yeah. they got that going for them. How do you feel about the campaign, though? I think he's still in debt. So I, I just realized this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. He can't still be in debt. He no asked way. Steve Jobs. Oh, not Steve Jobs. He asked Apple. 
or Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg for a little bit. That was a great time. I loved that, by the way. He was tweeting at people like, give me, you want to help me? That was give me fast. $50 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was off that Lexapro. He was off that OD Kanye, but I loved it because yeah. it was facts. It was, it was great. Um, I think I just realized right now, and I don't know if it's what the causality. Correlation is not causality. But they have a lot. They have a lot of followers. They have a lot of influence, right? But Kanye memed Kim. He made her a meme. He made her a meme, and then he sent the same like, same clothes to all these really big Instagram influencers: Yo Ventura, Katya, Abigail Rashford. Abigail Rashford. I don't know who these like are, by the couple, way. A couple sports illustrated models. Like I don't even know yeah. who some of these women were until. Yeah. I see him on like high sobriety, yeah, like, dropping like wearing Yeezy shorts. When I I'm like what? when I saw these photos, I had to do a double take. I was like, Yeah, that, that exactly, camp? exactly. I mean, they have a voluptuous figure, wearing they're, blonde wigs, like they're wearing blonde wigs, like Austin Powers. They got the bodysuit thing going on with the heels. I'm like, Is that Kim? I I couldn't tell, and then I did a double take, and then I, I started seeing pop up on all these other like. Instagram models and everything, um, and yeah, I, th- I thought it was genius, man. I, I thought it was. Right now, I think of it as a meme because you know, if all these other Instagram followers doing it, maybe like you know, the common folk <laughs> will start doing it by themselves, you know, and it's just more marketing for them. Like taking paparazzi style photos, that's not the hardest thing to do. You just need a DSLR camera, a flash, get some Yeezy season. And they can like you know in a Maybach, and a, <laughs> a li- that's a little hard to attain. But yeah, um, yeah, you know, women out there can have their own easy season photo shoot. I just thought it was clever, man, and I think that's a that's an interesting take about him doing it. He's seeing the big picture on this. He's seeing way beyond like this love thing. Like this is a whole play. This is a power play. He saw it. He probably saw it. Travis in Scott seeing the same thing. He looking through the same the same sunglasses. I think they're probably really in love. Him and him and uh, Kylie. What's her name? It's very Kylie. young love. Yeah, they're very probably they're probably in that young love, and now they're it just turned into real love because like they're just on that level. The kid's gonna be born saying straight up. <laughs> it's lit. I'm talking about I can tell, baby. I he can tell. Off that, that auto tune. I love Travis. Travis. Yeah, I'm a big Travis fan too. But Travis. To answer your question, I don't know if he's following in the footsteps. I mean, clearly he is because he's actually marrying into that family. Yeah. Or has, he's in the family. He's locked he's up for life now, yeah. Kanye Pancho of that family now. Yeah, Kanye. I mean, I, th- I think it might be a part of the a part might of the be part of the play. It's, it's definitely a part of the small scheme. Interesting. Interesting. Kanye Interesting. is so So speaking of this, this is so this all absurd. this all pushes me towards the Cause it's basically Kanye just collabing with social media influencers to do a, a a marketing campaign for his clothing line, right? Yes. It's it was a it was a fashion show via Instagram, is what it was, right? Yeah. Dope, yeah, different, exactly. cool. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And hold on to that point. Yeah. Those same Instagram posts, right? Like literally the prints of the posts. With the Insta language yeah, we're, and the the comment sections, yep. those are in Times Square on on video boards. Those are on like Thirty Fourth Street subways, yeah, and like the Bronx and shit, yeah, like all over trains, Jr. style, like printing them on big 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 prints and painting on them on trains. the wall, gluing them to the wall, yeah. Like that's, 
in Amsterdam, in Chicago. I mean, uh, in I think, yeah, some in Chicago, on, on light poles. Yeah, in Japan, in New York. Guerrilla marketing at its finest. Yeah, I mean, it's just so it's so raw too. Like that makes it raw. That's dope. Like, yeah, it's like that gritty shit. Yeah, that's dope. I'm just gonna take these prints and throw them on the city. That's a dad. Yeah, that's dope. Kind of like when he was doing those video releases on the side of buildings. That shit was sick. That shit was oh nuts. My God. Yeah, that was there super was that, tough. There was that joint at uh, Northwestern, right? Yeah. The, the new slaves video. There was yeah. a couple. There was a co- man. That was dope. All over the buildings. And like, he was. Sure, he was. Europe. He was just dropping addresses. Like I'm gonna drop some shit right here. Go check it out. And people would show up. That shit was tough. On the side of the building. Side of the building. That shit was dope. It you was just, dope. You just changed my life. The, yeah, the album, not him. Well, also him too. Yeah, that's no, a different, dude. different take for a different day. Yeah, no doubt. Jesus is that guy. But this brings me to the collab culture. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about the collab culture? I got a, I got a take on it. I want to hear your guys first because it seems like everything is a collab now. Basically, him linking up with those is collab. Like Yeezy season times Yo Ventura, basically is what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's what yes, it is, right? Yes. And Kith is is Kith is all is all made from not all made. He has some like Kith specific yeah. items, but a vast majority of his stuff is collabs with Montclair and Champion and Power all the way to SpongeBob, yeah, to whoever, Captain right? Captain Crunch, yeah, Kellogg's, yeah, exactly. How do you feel about the collab culture? And because like you don't really see. Yeezy doing like collabs, <laughs> and and you kind of know why, right? Like if you asked him about collabs, I would be interested to see what he said. But I feel like he would have a, a, a similar take of that. They're not really. That's not really. They're not. They're not making anything really. Like they're not. It's kind of two people like molding something to and putting their their both of their I guess spins on it. To wow. create one thing, and yeah. is is it a yeah? Is it a, is it an attention thing? Is it a cloud it, thing, or is it like? Is it take? Does it take away from the artistic piece of making a pair of pants, or is it like if Polo goes and connects with Supreme, and then makes a pair of pants? You know what I mean? You know, I love this question. Yeah. Um, and I think. I think it's something to be said about the collabs because it's it's just something new and it's innovative. And I, I liked your point about does it take away from like the creativity? I think in some respects it might, but the artists and the, the fashion, the, the, the real fashion people who are into it, it just gives them another opportunity to be creative. Yeah. And I think that's how they look at it. Um you have at the at the end of the day, um you have retail. Like these are just two retailers, and when you can kind of take two brands that may have something to do with each other, they may not have anything to do with each other, and you can kind of create a cohesive piece of clothing or art, whatever the case is. I think that's a a win for the artists and the retailers. I think that's how they view it, and I think that's how, that's why we've seen these kind of take off the last two years. Um, a nice little. Uh, example of this is, I guess yesterday Joe did a pop up at Facebook. Yeah, I saw that, and like had a a, a limited amount of pieces of clothing for Facebook employees. Like, what is that? Like, that's so that's so random, and it's it's new, it's cutting edge. 
Um, it's a cool idea. And I think it's people are understanding that's a cool idea. And it's a play off that exclusivity type thing. Like it's yeah. for just these Facebook guys. Like exactly. That's what it is. Exactly. And I, and I think the streetwear has kind of taken off across the board um, in all facets of kind of culture, not even like rap, just in general, like high fashion. Yeah. Um, so I think that is something to be said for wanting to be a part of that that mix, that uh, that we're going to work together. We're going to find some type of symbol in these brands that meshes, and we're going to create something. People are going to want it. Um, Ronnie, like you said, for Kith is – one of the pioneers of this, absolutely the pioneer. He started. He he almost not. He's absolutely one of the pioneers. Kicked it off with the sneakers, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. I got a Kith Cherry Coke uh, shirt. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm about to cop some champion tomorrow. I'm gonna try. Yeah, that shit's gone in three minutes. That shit gone. <laughs> Releases tomorrow. No yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, Damn. Man, yeah. I, I love Champion and I love Kith, so I got I got hop on that. You can try. I I will try. I'll have some bots set up. I wish the Chinese bot set up for me. Um, I think, you know, I'm. I like Supreme. I don't have any Supreme because I'm kind of a broke boy. But I think what Supreme does is genius because they have had the most out of this world collaborations. They colla- They they made a brick. They made a Supreme brick, and people ate that shit up. Right. I think once you, in the fashion world, once you're like on that level. If you have a logo, if you have whatever, you slap it onto a different product, that thing becomes a collectible immediately, right? Like Supreme has collabed with the MBTA. Um, the NBA, Louis Vuitton. The NBA, Louis V. Uh, they made like... Zippo. Zippo. Campo. Campo's the camping company. They made like lanterns. Tents and tents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the art of the collab is... It's here to stay, I think. I don't know if it is. So this I don't is know if it's thing. here to stay. This is the thing for me, right? Like, that, the whole, that Supreme is a whole, that's a whole different beast of, like, collabs, right? They col- they'll collab with anything. Yeah. And I think the the dope thing about collabs that I enjoy is that, like you said, Juice, it gives two different angles coming together. Like, you're the best in sneakers, you're a valued street band. Let me come in and throw my my style and look and feel on this top level sneaker. Like when you buy Nikes, pair of Nikes, mm-hmm. it's a high quality sneaker. Like I'm a streetwear Same. designer. I don't know shit about making sneakers, but if I connect with you, who's a top level sneaker cat, and I come and put my spin on it, it makes a dope overall product because it's a dope shoe quality and it has your edge on it. You're spot on. Yeah, I think that part is dope. And it also gives some of these older brands, it kind of freshes them up a little bit. Like, what Puma went after it really hard. Like, Puma started sponsoring all the rappers, and Rihanna and Meek. Kind of like when, when Rick Ross Big jumped Sean. on that Reebok piece. Like, it was it was bringing back all these older brands. I think it's dope to, to put the spin on it from a creative, like, with... One, a top-level dude in one side of the business and a top-level dude in the other. Um, yeah, it's something to be said about it. Yeah, I think it's dope. I think it's cool. I'm not a big fan of a lot of the shit Supreme does. Like just Me neither. Slapping Supreme on anything. But then I can't hate because people are buying it. 
So, like, I mean, he's he's striking while the iron's hot type of thing, but don't. You can still hate. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna support them. Them making supreme tents and shit. Like, it just it kind of takes away from the end. Don't the you end want a camping style though? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> give me a. Col- don't you want a camp? Give me a Coleman. You, you want to camp in front of your favorite streetwear store for Yeezys in a supreme tent? <laughs> Dude, my my worst oh, nightmare is when peak. I see peak some dude or some usually a dude that thinks he's dumb fly just because he has a whole bunch of like designer shit on and he looks like a fucking idiot he has like margella shoes on and off-white pants and a supreme hoodie yeah and yeah like a shirt a veteran jacket jacket. yeah Yeah, it's like no relax my guy yo venomans like they are off the wall with some of this shit venomans venomans uh collab with dhl yeah, I saw company. it. I saw yeah. it. It was like a ridiculous looking rugby yeah, with yeah. like yeah. red and yellow and black block letters. Yeah, they're up there on the tops of the the collab as well. Yeah, they're, they're yeah they're doing stuff with a lot of different people. I dig the novelty. Venomous is all over it. Yeah, I dig the novelty of it because like all these streetwear brands are pushing. Who can't you collab with? I think a lot of these brands are really pushing. Just how far can we take this hype beast shit? For like, sure. Can I really just put. Vet, can I say Vetements times whoever and hit them for nine eight hundred nine hundred dollars and is it gonna go? I think a lot of it is that too. Yeah. Like let's just try to push this shit as far as humanly possible and see what they'll buy. For sure, dude. Off- they'll buy anything. Hypes will buy anything. Off white IKEA is already happening. It is. Um, well, that's see. Now but, let but, me don't even get yeah. me started on Virgil because <laughs> this nigga is next level. Like, he, he's the best. He can actually design shit like that. I wouldn't even say that's a collab. That's a perfect example of a real a major furniture producer and a designer that needs them to facilitate. Like I have this idea in my head, get it out. Like that would be that. That's the perfect example of that. Like I have an idea of a dope fucking coffee table. Help me produce this shit. Like that's a little different. I I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Virgil Virgil's a monster from fucking Rockford. If you go look at Virgil's <laughs> female yeah, designs, yeah, Virgil's from Rockford. Yeah, Virgil's female designs are off. the next his, level. Yes, his 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 women's line. And what he does for ladies is by far and away better than the men's stuff, in my opinion. Go check it out. I, I have, and you're 100% right. A lot of that stuff is really, really fire and super innovative, um, just period. And, like, Virgil just pushes the bar. Yeah. He's, he's got a, a art degree from University of Wisconsin. Like, he's no joke. He's, yeah. He's really pushing. He's really pushing his art stuff to a different level. So, no doubt. But he needs Ikea. Like you said, he needs right. Ikea. He needs Ikea. Kind of like when Kanye was yelling and screaming, like, I need y'all help. Like, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't produce this shit. I don't like, have I enough money. I don't, right. Like, I need some some help to, to get this shit out. What yeah, do you, you say on that on that Charlie Heat verse? Try to tell y'all all I needed was the infrastructure, right? I don't remember. But, yep. yeah, I'm sure yep, that's what right? he says. Easy, easy, easy. Just go throw the jump, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, yelling for three minutes. I wonder if Nike regrets that, if they could go back. That song or no to that period where Releasing he was like, him. "Yo, help me, bro! Like, yeah. let me get some more, give me some more rings. I'll take this shit to the top for y'all." I mean, they have to. Yeah, no doubt. But they landed his number one protege in Virgil. 
Yeah. And those off-white collabs have been... And they're going to keep coming, too. Fuego. I think he's got the white... uh, The white ones. Jordan ones coming out in early March. I guess it's already March 1st, but like the 5th, I want to say. I'm in a raffle. I'm I'm not going to win. Hey, you don't talk like that. You never know. (laughs) Hey, man. That's No Catch Up Chicago. Field level edition. Moose Juice back in the building. If you enjoyed the show, man, go on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Shout out. Tell your people. Tell your friends. No Catch Up Chicago for Chicago by Chicago. Listen up.